You know what, Slee? I, I, I think maybe. How good is this open? It's Jeez. fantastic. It's always good. It's always good. He does a good job with that. He's, 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 he's eating again, even if it's just bacon. But uh, the fast has ended. Chris is oh, feeling pretty good. Over? Okay. Yeah, the fast is a 36-hour fast, kind of a reset button. Could you go 36 hours without eating something? Uh, no, I cannot. I really cannot. I mean, I, I guess if, you know, I really kind of challenge myself, all that stuff. But if I go six hours without eating, I'm like, all right, let's, uh, let's take a deep breath here. Uh, let's get back to the refrigerator, get back to work. I don't think I'd go 36 hours. Yeah. Yeah. That, those are those like whole self challenge things. That mm-hmm. seems in, uninteresting to me. I'm good. I, you know, what's good pizza. You, are, you know? I, <laughs> no, no, th- this is what's good. What's good is around 1230 at night. You just uh, you get in the kitchen and you do work, and then you go to sleep and you feel guilty in the morning, and you just kind of repeat that process every it, night. It really is the key to a healthy lifestyle is to eat as much <laughs> as you can right before you go to bed. It's it's all, any any good doctor yeah. will tell yeah. you if you're looking to live your best yep. life, That's... eat as many things as you can, and then immediately get into bed. It's <laughs> it's, re- it's really the best way to do it. That speaking might be the of greatest thing you've ever said. <laughs> speaking of eating, here 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 it is. My my lovely wife literally sent me this text five minutes ago. Okay, okay? this is I'm going to read this to you in its entirety. Going to breakfast, dot dot dot. It's free. Mm. That's all it says. Mm. That she didn't look look. She's in, she's on the other side of this wall. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm in the garage doing the show. She could have poked her head and said, can I grab you something? Hey, I'm going to, you know, there's a breakfast thing going on somewhere. All I got was going to breakfast. It's free. Not where she's going, what they're serving. Can I get you something? Just it's going. <laughs> I'm going to breakfast and it's free. This was done to troll me exclusively. Yeah, this is your wife basically saying, I don't know what kind of life you're living. You can just sit in that little den that you're in, whatever you want to call it. You could sit on the radio starting at 6 a.m. in the morning. I'm going to go enjoy my life. And by the way, I'm not paying for breakfast. I got a lot, <laughs> lot of respect from your wife there. It's pretty. It's a pretty aggressive play. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests on the show appear via the Goodyear hotline. All right. So this this impacts the Lakers, too. So let's, okay. let's talk a little bit about the Clippers very quickly. The Clippers intentionally laid an egg the last two games of the season, mm-hmm. with the express intent of missing the Lakers, right? They did not want anything to do with the Lakers. So by doing what they did to avoid the Lakers, which I guess in a, in a vacuum makes a little bit of sense. Not other a ton teams, to me, Other teams were doing it too. Just th- they remember were, that. They were. These other teams aren't com- actually genuinely competing for an NBA title. I know that they think they are, but they're not. We, do you think Utah it, is? No, I don't. I, I think there are – well, now there's probably two. I think that – it's obviously so you Brooklyn. think Clippers? Clippers are the only team in the Western Conference that have a shot against the Lakers. I think the no, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying the Clippers. I think are the only team that has a shot of beating the champ coming out of the East, other than the Lakers. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, I'm I'm talking about that they they have a chance to go and beat Brooklyn, to go and beat Philly. I think the Clippers could do that. I think mm-hmm. they're the only other team in the West that could do that. I don't think Utah can do that. I don't think Phoenix can do that. I don't think Portland, Denver, any of these other sure. teams, Dallas. I don't think mm-hmm. that they can do it. That's what I mean. So by ducking the Lakers, mm-hmm. they got themselves the Mavs. Okay. I don't care what list you're putting together. If you get past name five or six, and Luka Doncic isn't the best player in the league. You're doing it wrong. Yeah, the list is not. Yeah, the list is not you, right. You're, you're you're doing it wrong. So they decided. You know what? Give me a guy that cooked us last year. Nearly beat us single handedly. Keep in mind, Porzingis didn't play in the most of those games last Final year. Final couple games. Yeah. Right. And and Luca still nearly grabbed that series. Went six games. Uh, much you further want, than most people thought. You want that dude? 
in the first round, motivated, disrespected, coming in to play you when you have a – I don't even want to say Would you rather have history. LeBron and AD? If you're a championship team, mm-hmm. give me the Lakers as quickly as you can. Give them to me, right, because, look, do you think the Lakers are feeling better about themselves today than they were yesterday? Hell yes. Mm-hmm. They went on Thursday. You think they're feeling better than they did today? Hell yeah. The more they win, the better they feel. You don't want to put – you fight them now. Basically, you're, if it's if it's a fight, you're getting them at their worst. They're not in shape. They're not ready to go. They haven't gotten a cut. They haven't tasted their own blood. All these not, things. You, you want them early, not late. And you've made that case. Uh, and I think listen, I think it's a fair point. I, I was making the case last week that – it wasn't just the Clippers dodging the Lakers. I felt every team in the West was that Everybody was doing it differently. Utah kept winning so that they stayed with the number one seed. Phoenix kept trying to win so maybe they could pass Utah. Denver laid an egg against Portland so they got Portland in the first round. I, I, I felt other teams were doing the same thing. This is uh, this kind of <laughs> this is kind of interesting, Trav, because the story so far in the playoffs, there isn't another story. The no. story so far in the playoffs – I don't care what series you try to bring to me and say, yeah, but are you seeing – this could be a seven-game set. Or look how exciting this series is. Brooklyn looks amazing against – there is no storyline in the NBA playoffs right now other than the freaking Clippers losing the first two games at Staples Center. And in a weird way, is this kind of karma here? Is this – you know they say the basketball gods and you don't want to mess with this, you don't want to mess with that. The Clippers basically – disrespected the Dallas Mavericks and told them, yeah, we want to play you. We definitely don't want to deal with some of the other teams in the Western Conference, specifically the Lakers. And the Mavs kind of decided, okay, um, they want to play us. By the way, we played them last year, so it's not like we don't have any experience of going up against this team. You play them also, obviously, in the Western Conference. Your opponent feels disrespected. And you know what the opponent did in the first two games? They laid it to you. I'm shocked, shocked that we're sitting here this morning and the Clippers haven't won a game yet in this series. So you use the word karma. I don't think that's what it is. Karma means that things were going your way and you did something to upset the balance of the universe and now karma is going to get you. This is normal. This is standard operating procedure for the Clippers. They are blowing it. And here's the most alarming part about all of this, if you're a Clipper fan. I want you to listen to Ty Lue right here. This is after they lost the game last night, and he's talking about the level of concern that they have being down 0-2, having to go on the road to try to beat Luka Doncic in his own house. Here's Ty Lue. Uh, I'm not concerned. Like I said, they got to win four games, and, you know, you come in on, on a opposing team's floor and you play, um, there's no pressure on you to make shots because you're supposed to, you know, you just try to come in and steal a game or steal two games, but now they got to go home and try to keep up the same shooting. So um, it's easy to come on the road and do that when there's no pressure on you. So we'll see in game three. It's easy to do that when you go on the road and there's no pressure. Brother, what, what do you think the pressure is going to look like when you go in there? What do you think the pressure is going to be like knowing that your entire organization is on a tipping point? There's no look. There, there's a difference, Lee, between Ty Lue saying, "I think we're going to win the series." That's fine. That's what he needs to say. Not concerned. You just got beat two in a row in your own house. We're, yeah. we're, we're at a point now where there have been 31, 31 times. Okay, thirty-one times the mm-hmm. road team has won the first two games of a seven-game series. You want to take a guess at how often the 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 team that lost them both came Come back, back to win out of thirty-one? So I remember. I remember the Suns did it to the Lakers. It was still a five-game set. That was back in the days. I'll say three, four teams tops. Four. 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 Four out of 31. That's 13%. Okay? So they've got, they basically created a 13% window that they can walk through. It's not impossible, but it's very, very difficult. And there is a 
panic is bad, right? Mm-hmm. When you panic, you make bad decisions. When you panic, you do things that you probably wouldn't do otherwise. But panic also is one of those things that gets you out of a burning building, mm-hmm. right? When you panic, you run outside, right? You forget to buy the, you forget to grab the family photo album, right? right. That you panicked, I forgot it, but yeah. you're alive. Mm-hmm. They, they're, they're standing in the room. The building's on fire. The House roof is, on is fire, and on. they're like, "Hey, we just got to finish the laundry. I just got to finish this load real quick." I'm not worried. Get out of the house. It, it'll burn. It, it'll burn itself out. It's fine. What do you mean you're not concerned? Well, th- th- think about this, Trev. Um, yesterday we talked about one of Paul George's quotes. Today we're talking about Ty Lue. And um, I, I think, you know, I think there's this – everything that you think you should be hearing from the Clippers, you're not hearing from them, right? I, I heard Kendrick Perkins, who was on with uh, Keyshawn a little bit earlier, and – Perkins said something about heart, that he doesn't feel like the Clippers show heart, that when things are going good, everybody's smiling, high-fiving. Use as an example, this is an example Perkins gave on the show. He said, remember Paul George, I don't know what kind of move he made, but Porzingis falls to the floor. And all the Clippers bench is going crazy. And, oh, wow, unbelievable. Um, But that's not that big of a deal in the scheme of things. Are you winning games or are you losing games? This is a part with the Clippers that I, I don't understand. The Ty Lue saying, just using as an example, I'm not concerned. Why wouldn't Ty Lue come out and say, of course we're concerned. We dropped the first two games at home. Unless they're going to wake up, unless I'm better, unless the team, unless everybody's better, our summer's going to start a lot sooner than it's supposed to be. How does Paul George say, well, there's a lot of pressure on all the teams that are in the playoffs? No, no, PG, there's pressure on you because you called yourself playoff P, and you didn't come through last year. You gave up a 3-1 series lead. The Clippers, their history, um, this team right now in an 0-2, what are they saying? Like I, That part doesn't register to me. I get stay calm, cool, and collective, but you can also be more realistic and I, I think real to some of the NBA world out there. Yeah, this is a problem, and we got to fix it. Yeah, they're, <laughs> I don't get it. I, I, I just don't get it because I, I think that the Clippers – are in an incredibly precarious situation. Here, here, here's what we're talking about, and there, there's good news in this. Listen carefully, Clipper fan. I'm going to make you feel a little better for 10 seconds before I make you feel a lot worse. If they can come back from this, sure, this could be the jump start that they need. Mm-hmm. This could be the thing that finally makes them go, you know what, bleep it. Well, let's just go out there and ball. Let's just go out there and play. And Kawhi, you're one of the best players in the league. Paul George, you're one of the best players in the league. Rajon Rondo's been through this a million times. Let, let's just bleep it. Let, let's let's go out there and do this and win this series. And if they do, now they're dangerous. They've got momentum. They're feeling pretty good about themselves. I know they never got out of the second round and all that stuff, but this could be the opportunity for them to go to the next level. There's also the other side of all of this, Lee, that I want to get into next, that if it doesn't happen because it's what not happens? just mm-hmm. you lost in the playoffs again, it's not just what happens this year, it's what could happen to your franchise for the next several years. That's coming up next. Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Trav, I got a plug here real quick. Hit me. All right, so every morning, 8.55 to 11 a.m., but if you miss any part of the show, 
Travis and Sliwa Show on the ESPN app or on iTunes. So catch the full two hours, Monday through Friday. We're going to be doing it every single day. So if you miss any part of the show, you could always catch it on the uh, on the podcast. That is a great tip. And you, you know what? Even if you did catch the show, you should probably go back and re-listen to it on podcast just to make sure that – because sometimes, Lee, we say so many things that are sure. brilliant. Sure. But sometimes they're a little under the radar. They're a little subtle. They kind of get mixed in. So you want to go back and make sure that you catch all the nuggets, right? I'm going to go out on the limb and say if you caught it one time, you're good. Uh, just my personal. Uh, I think they're good. <laughs> it's like a, it's like watching a great film. You go and you watch it again. You're like, oh, I didn't. You know what? I see what they were doing right I, there. I, I got to do that. I got a qu- funny quick story. I had Kellerman on. This was maybe a week and a half ago. I had him on Lakers talk. Mm-hmm. And have you heard his promo that he says um, the Mason and Ireland show, the post the post game show? show. The, yeah, I have heard that. So, That's pretty so funny. when I'm talking to him, um, you know, I'm, I'm like, uh, I'm like, Max, uh, just so I understand. If they're the post game show for your your show, are Travis and I the pregame show? And he's like, <laughs> you know, you know, Max. Max is gonna jump into that. He's like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You guys are the pregame show. He goes, maybe I'll send you guys the rundown so you guys could start prepping for just previewing what I'm gonna talk about, and then Mason and Arlie could break it all down. Oh, I had a joke right there that I'm not going to say. Remind me to tell you after the show because okay. it's funny, but Done. it's mean, so I'm not going to do it. All right. Uh, ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Cars, homes, boats, motorcycles, RVs, and more at Progressive.com. Um, no response from my wife because I responded to her like, what do you mean you're going to free breakfast? Can you bring some back? Crickets on the phone. Mm. Absolutely no response. So uh, not cool. Susan. She's uh, do, This do is what we call Trav. She's in the driver's seat right now. Yeah. She'll get to you when she feels like it, all right? Exactly right. So here's the thing with the Clippers. We talked about the good news. Come back from the and, – and let me give you one more bit of good news, Clipper okay. fans. The Mavs are shooting the lights out. They're, they're, they are shooting the lights out, and that doesn't last forever. And sometimes it can last for a, a round or two, so there's no guarantee that they're going to go cold. But they're shooting at a rate that is far better than their, than their average, right? Mm-hmm. And the averages are the averages for a reason. So you can probably tell yourself, you know what? Eventually some of those shots are going to start to rim it's gonna out. It's going to even out. Yep. It's going to even out. And we're, we're, we're in these games, and when they just miss a couple, we'll be fine. You can tell yourself that. Here's the part that you keep Clipper fans up late at night. This is the part that I'm sure is keeping Steve Ballmer when he's not sleeping on a pile of $100 bills up at night. Um if they lose, well, not even if they lose, Ka- Ka- Kawhi Leonard can leave. And if they lose, why wouldn't he? What's to stick around for? What's here for him that isn't somewhere else? Wh- wh- why do you want to be a part of this? Because here's the thing. Kawhi Leonard's not a leader. He- he's not. He- that's just not his personality. He's not built for that. He doesn't seem all that interested He didn't in have to do it in San Antonio. He didn't have to do it in Toronto. No. Mm-hmm. Oh, he- he- I shouldn't say he's not a leader. He's not a leader – in the way that LeBron is a leader. He's not sure. a leader in the way that uh, a guy like Kevin Durant or anything. He's, well, he's well, pretty Chad, quiet. Chad, let me give you a perfect example, okay? Yeah. Chris Paul, as much as we're talking to him about the Suns, he's a leader, right? Yeah, it, but Chris sure. Paul is not going to do what Kawhi has the ability to do. Uh, another good example is, um, you know, you mentioned Kevin Durant right there. There's certain Luka. players. Luka's a perfect example. Yeah. There's certain players. Kyle Lowry for the Toronto Raptors, that mm-hmm. was their leader, right? Sure. So he got to play a role – that, um, you know, obviously played to his strength. With the Clippers right now, he's just being himself, but he's never going to be that, you know, that player that, hey, I'm going to gather everybody together. We're going to get through this together. And we're not, I'm not even going to pretend. I'm not going to make the joke about trying to talk about Paul George in a leadership role. We know that's not happening. So if he doesn't want to be here, he doesn't have to be. He can leave. 
he handpicked Paul George to come and be his partner here. They gave away the entire store to get that done. They gave away all of their picks. They gave yeah. away some pretty good players in the process. If the Clippers lose in the first round, they ran Doc Rivers off because he was the problem, obviously not. They have a guy that is a free agent or can be at the end of the year. You've got another guy that very clearly cannot be the guy for you that's not a leadership guy. Why stay if you're Kawhi Leonard? Go somewhere else where you can go win another championship or just kind of live your life quietly and be a great player in this league. What? what tell me what's here for him I'll tell you why if he they stays. lose. I'll tell you why he stays. Um, why did he leave? Remember when he left San Antonio? Obviously, I, I think it sounded like he wanted to distance himself from the organization. He mm-hmm. gets to Toronto. Toronto, they won a champion. Toronto, he was king in Canada for basketball, right? He really was. That's I believe they have a prime minister, but yes. Well, you know what I'm referring to. <laughs> but but think about it. He can do he could do no wrong. He could do no wrong um in Toronto. And he decided to leave that situation coming off an NBA championship. Why did he leave, Travis? He wanted to come home. He wanted to be in Southern California. I can't remember what – I know he had bought a house at one point in Rancho Santa Fe area. I mean, he, he's pretty much nice. he's pretty much um, planted his flag in Southern California. Mm-hmm. So I don't think he goes anywhere. Personally, I don't think he goes anywhere. I think what the Clippers do, if they do end up losing this series – and I'm with you on this. I'm with you. If you want to go win a championship, your best chance is probably not with the Clippers. But maybe that's not his priority. Maybe his priority is – I already got two of those. I'm going to make more money than I know what to possibly do with. I'm near my family. I'm in Southern California. The question is going to come down to what does the front office do in the offseason? Right. Well, I mean, why, why, why does – I haven't looked at Paul George's contract, and I know he just signed It's large that and long. <laughs> That's what his contract is. I'm more curious of if it's got a no-trade clause. Also, guys, a side note, the Clippers don't have a first-round pick into 2027. Right, that, that because Paul George is here. The, the cost of getting Paul George here was all of those first-round draft picks. Was Can you trade Alexander. him back to OKC for all those draft picks back? Look, I, I just it, it's, it's the tipping point. If you win this series, it could yeah. be the thing that launches you to places you've never been before. It could be that trial by fire that brings everybody together, that maybe makes Paul George that guy, that maybe Kawhi looks like – because Kawhi was great last night. I mean, it's hard to criticize Kawhi's play in any way. But if they lose this series – here's what we're talking about. We're talking which, about okay, blowing – th- real, real quick, which one happens? Your honest opinion, which one do you think happens? Do you think Dallas ends up winning the series, or do you think Clippers you really kind of wake up and find a way to come back? If I'm being 100% honest with you. I, I I'd love for you to be 100% honest. I, I think the Clippers are going to win this series. think they'll come back? I, 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 I think they're going to win this series, mm-hmm. and they're going to do what is the worst news for the Lakers, which is figure something out, mm-hmm. which is find that, you know what, we're not cursed. We just came. We, we just did to the Mavericks what everybody else has always done to us historically. We can win these games. Mm. Everything doesn't go wrong for us all the time. We do make shots when it matters. Paul, look, if Paul George, let, let's say this thing goes, and it, look, and at, it's going to go at least six games for the Clippers to win it, right? At least. Probably best case scenario for the Clippers is they force a game seven. Right. I mean, and you'd, have they, win, you'd have to win. You'd have to win. If it goes six, the they obviously got to win four, four in a row if they're just going to get it right. to – so, but what if Paul George comes out there and just cooks him? And what if they go into that second round and he's just peeking and feeling great about himself? I think that is more likely than they blow it again because I just have a really hard time thinking that this happens over and over and over again where at some point it doesn't turn. 
you know, you know what I noticed yesterday, Trav? And this was not live. This is me going back and watching the highlights. Um, Lakers and, and, you know, Clippers are obviously going at the same time, which, by the way, how great is this? Lakers Clip, or Lakers and the Suns game three tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Clippers-Mavs won't be until Friday, so we actually watch that game. But um, one of the things I noticed with Dallas, they Luka had this kind of look in his eye that, you know, Trav, kind of a, we, we, we don't see it all the time in sports, kind of a killer instinct. Right, you were talking about he was taking some bad shots late in that fourth quarter. He was going for the kill, right? And and that's that's the one thing that I think stands out to me right now. When Kendrick says one team is playing with heart and the other one isn't, you're right, Trav. They could turn things around. They get into some kind of momentum. Uh, all of a sudden, they win four or five games. Now they come out of that first round series and they say, "You bring on whatever we're starting." That could happen. I I, I think I'm. I'm now more surprised if the Dallas Mavericks don't finish this thing off, which is crazy to say because if you'd have told me three, four days ago Clippers have a chance of losing in the first round, I'd have told you you're crazy. And now I'm not surprised. Mavs take two of three at home. Series is over. Yeah, no, look, the the Mavs have this thing by the neck, but that doesn't mean that they can't get out of it. I just – it's one of these deals, Slee, where the Lakers have an advantage that the Clippers don't have. What the Lakers did last night I thought was really interesting. We haven't even mentioned this yet, and it was exactly what the Clippers are missing. The Lakers had a pretty comfortable lead most of the night, right? It was somewhere between 8 and 10 or 12. or They were never really in trouble of, hey, this is getting away from them. With the exception of in the fourth quarter when the Suns made that run at them and cut it down to one, place is rocking, everybody's feeling pretty good. The Suns have the momentum for the first time really all night long, right? Remember that little run that they yeah. had in the fourth yeah. quarter? And what did the Lakers do? They kind of shrugged their shoulders like, we're good. They went down there, AD hits a three. They go down there, LeBron James hits that fadeaway baseline jumper that was just – it was. go and look at that again. It was a virtually impossible shot that he made look pretty damn easy. Caruso does a little backdoor action, gets there, two-handed flush, and shuts it all down. That They have a sense of chill, Slee, that they don't panic because they LeBron, there's nothing on a basketball court that's going to freak out LeBron James. You know what? Anthony you know what? Davis you know what game it. LeBron was uh, playoff game in his career yesterday? I don't. Two hundred sixty third playoff game. There you go. Can you just can you just there take you that for a quick second? Two hundred and sixty three playoff. How, how is that? How's that possible? He, he's not going to freak out, and and it seems to me that the Clippers freak mm-hmm. out a lot. That 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 when they got close, right? They got they made a run. They were down fourteen in the fourth quarter, and all of a sudden like you look four. up and it's four. Mm-hmm. And 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 instead of being like, okay, we got them on the run, the Mavericks just hit a couple more shots and they were they were toast. They don't have that chill hmm. that the Lakers have, and and it's an important piece of the puzzle. And nobody has it more than the Lakers. All right, we haven't mentioned him in a minute. We need to go back. We need to talk about AD, and I'm adding him to a list, Lee. Okay, that I don't think he wants to be on. I'll tell you what the list is. That's next. Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. 
see Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Let me let me just Trav, say come this, on, bro. Is this? Are we doing this again? Are you doing the whole like you know? <laughs> first, it was the bread, the ends of uh-huh. bread that you wanted out of the mix here, and I told you that yes. I'm going to create a company that's only ends of bread. <laughs> Good luck with that. And now we're sitting here where your wife's got to tell you that she's not. There's nothing coming out of her pocket to get this breakfast. What kind of life no. is going on over there in Orange County? First of all, that's not the part of the story that's the most alarming. Mm-hmm. The most alarming part of the story is that Morales has been inside my home. Mm. <laughs> that's the part that should send a cold shiver down everybody's spine. <laughs> I'm waiting for the uh, waiting for the invite. Waiting for the when we used to do the no no. Listen back back in the days back in the days, Trev. When we used to do the evening show, that was a long yeah. time ago, right? Like we're yeah. we're way past Ancient that. I, I don't want to talk Ancient about history. that anymore. We used to do the evening show. We used to talk about how okay, this is the perfect time to grill a couple steaks, yeah. have some beer, something along those lines. But now we're in the morning here, so everything kind of changed. Here's the deal, and, and I'm not, this is not a radio bit. This is the sincere truth. All of us, Chris, everybody, mm-hmm. we will do something. Once we get the green light for everybody to kind of start hanging out all over again and we're really close, I will host everybody at my house, and you will get to see me do work on the grill. You will see how the beers are properly iced down. You I will, will see how I know out, how to make a I will perfect tweet martini. Out Travis's address so everybody can come <laughs> as well, anybody that no. wants to come. We will 100% do that. Um, that's going to happen before too long. All right. Here's the deal. Yep. AD. Mm-hmm. We knew what was going to happen, right? We knew that after the clunker on Sunday that he was going to show up last night and be really good. That, that, that was the way that it was going to go, and it did. By the you, way. You, kinda, you said it. I said it. Everybody said it. kind of called the seven-point win. I'm just saying. You did. I, I, I don't want to kind of toot you, my own word, but it kind of called a seven-point win. You called the seven-point win, and we both and, – and this is not any credit to either one of us because if, if you've watched NBA basketball for more than eight seconds, you knew that Anthony Davis was going to show up and be really good last night. That's just – that's what he does. Also said that the Lakers would beat the Warriors by double digits, but let's get past that. Didn't that didn't happen. Let's get yeah, we'll, past we'll, that. We'll forget about that. I was <laughs> right about that game, by the way. That was the one that had me worried. Um, but AD's on a list mm-hmm. of those guys, and I don't think you want to be on this list. There, there's there, You have to be – outstanding to get on it but there's also the second component and that's the list of guys that are hall of fame caliber performers okay that have won at the biggest level but you're never quite sure they're going to show up that you're never entirely sure that the the best version of that guy is going to show up it you know that lebron james in the nba finals is going to be lebron james you know that Kevin Durant is going to be Kevin Durant. You knew that Jordan would be Jordan. Are those bad examples? Are those bad examples? No, I don't think so. I think because they are. It, it, because it's Bird, it's Magic. We're talking Hall of Fame players, right? I know. You have I to know, be but, these guys. But they are. They are the elite of the, the. These are top ten players to ever play the game. So unless you put Anthony Davis in that category in that conversation. That's why I'm saying I don't think it's fair. I, th- I think we should comp other players to AD, not those guys. So are we comparing him to Robert Ory? I mean, and, and that's not being disrespectful no. to Robert Ory, but he, which category is he in? Is is he a great player or not? And isn't I think he, he is. Isn't he in the KG 
the Kevin Garnett that category? Wouldn't you say that even more of that category? And you're not going to say Kevin Garnett and also put him on the list with LeBron no, and he's Magic not on that list. and Kobe that, that, and some fair. of those other guys. That's fair. But I, I think he's on that list of guys. You know who else is on the list? And, and I'm going to give you a few names because okay. Clayton Kershaw is on the list. Mm-hmm. Clayton Kershaw is mm-hmm. a phenomenal performer who has won at the biggest levels who has also thrown enough in there that every time you see him go to the mound in that moment, like, <laughs> oh, boy, here we go, buckle sure, up. Sure. You just, you, and, and is there anybody that's saying that Clayton Kershaw isn't one of the best who have ever done what he did? Mm-hmm. You know who else is on that list? And we just saw it a couple of, couple of days ago. Who's that? Phil Mickelson. Mm-hmm. How many times did you see Phil Mickelson spit the bit in the biggest moment? And he's also won a bunch of these things. It's a great comp. That's right. That's a great they, they, these guys that when Phil Mickelson was on the 18th tee, mm-hmm. two shot lead at Kiowa on Sunday afternoon, were you sure he was going to win? That's so funny you say of that. Of course not. Laker game if, was going on. I kept refreshing. I'm like, okay, is he still? Was he got two shot lead right now? Okay, right. But, but is he going to hold on to that two shot lead? If Tiger Woods, Jack Nicholas, even Brooks Kepka, who was playing with him, had a uh-huh. two shot lead on that last hole, they're cashing that in. It's over. Right? They, they're mm-hmm. they're doing it. You ready for one more? Yeah. Luke Skywalker. Okay, and here I love I love that you were bringing that back. I love that you were bringing that one back. Luke Skywalker mm-hmm. was very talented. Mm-hmm. Came up with some big moments. He blew up the Death Star. He also screwed a bunch of stuff up. He let Darth just tune him up in the in that other Death Star where he fell down the chute. Right? We saw him in the later lost movies. his arm as well. <laughs> Got his hand chopped off. Right? That Luke Luke gave you a code like Luke. Come on, I need a little more out of you. He would want. He'd always say. Eh, you know, I'm going to get some power converters. The, the, he was he was this 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 whiny guy, but you had to have him, mm-hmm. right? You got to have AD. That Luke Skywalker was going to do it every once in a while, and he was going to be there when you absolutely had to have it. You think? You think? Look, Han Solo saved the day. Mm-hmm. Han Solo shot Darth Vader out of the sky. Lando Calrissian blew up the other Death Star. Luke was just down there getting some therapy, working through some daddy issues down on Endor. He wasn't there when it mattered most. Why are you wearing a Star Wars costume during the show? I just don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand why you're wearing it. Just Nobody telling can you, see you. I'm just telling you that Luke Skywalker is on the AD Clayton Kershaw Phil Mickelson list. I love the comps. By the way, listen, that's why yesterday during that game, you know, Travis kind of seen this all unfold. I just didn't get too excited about it. I'm like, why am I going to get that excited about watching Anthony Davis do what he's supposed to be doing? Right? Why am I going to get that excited about watching the Lakers? beat a Phoenix Suns team, you're giving Phoenix more credit than I am because you were saying, hey, Al, this is a lot more talented of a team than I thought. I'm looking at the Suns saying, how do you not walk away tied 1-1 against the Phoenix Suns? God bless them, great season, all that stuff. And, and, and you know, if you want to kind of downplay a little bit the Chris Paul factor of this, I won't downplay it. But Anthony Davis, the stories that, that really come from Anthony Davis is this, Trav. He didn't have a good game. He wasn't aggressive enough. He didn't get to the free throw line enough. How come he wasn't trying to, you know, be more aggressive around the paint? That's typically the stories we have about Anthony Davis. LeBron, we don't really have conversations like that. That's why That's why I hate doing the comp with LeBron because LeBron is so – you gave this point yesterday, and for those who didn't hear it, I thought it was – it kind of – it shook me later in the day for a second. You said that – think about Steph Curry and what he accomplished this season. Mm-hmm. The dude didn't – make the playoffs and there were people left and right making a case for him that hey this is the mvp yeah th- this guy no no he should be mvp he didn't make the playoffs can you imagine if lebron james had a season 
where they didn't make the playoffs, do you think anyone would have any conversation about LBJ uh, in the MVP conversation? They'd be burying him. Conversation that's, that's about the an MVP. Expectations. There, there would be a party in the streets of the Jordan slash Kobe fans that would be saying, see, see, told see, told you, told you, told you. If he lost, flip it on it. The exact same thing happens. They narrowly lose because Steph hits a bomb at the buzzer, mm-hmm. the way LeBron did. And then they turn around and get beat by a mediocre Memphis team. Uh, and uh, you know what? Great season, LeBron. Great season. Just the MVP for LeBron for just keeping him close. They Give made me a it break. sound like they made it sound like when when Steph lost that game, even when Steph lost to the Lakers, there was this feeling of like, ah, Steph, what, the guy can't do anything wrong. I mean, he yeah. lost the game, but forget about the whether he won or lost. It's Steph Curry. <laughs> the way they were covering him in comparison to LeBron is such a difference. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests on the show appear via the Goodyear Hotline. I love Steve Kerr. I think he's mm-hmm. great. I like listening to him. I think he's really interesting. I think he's very thoughtful. I like him. But at the end of the season, he said, yeah, we had a great season. You know, we played great basketball for two months. It's like th- this is why the Lakers are different. This is why the Lakers are different than everybody that never, never. Did you win? Nope. Bad season. <laughs> Only the Lakers mm-hmm. and maybe a handful, never mind NBA teams, pro sports teams, World Series or bust. Who's on that list? Yankees, Dodgers, Cardinals maybe. That's about it. Travis, how crazy is this? Tomorrow, the first Lakers playoff game at Staples Center since 2013? Yeah. What? Hard I wonder. Imagine. By the way, I, I don't know, and I don't know if this will come out before, at least come out today. I wonder what capacity is going to be. They had around 6,000 for banner night. Mm-hmm. I wonder if this is getting closer to 10,000, something 19. along those lines. <laughs> I want everybody in there. I want absolutely that? everybody oh, Michael, in there. Oh, Michael is – you should hear Michael in the pre. Michael's like, what, what's capacity, 19? Put 24 in there. Throw 24,000 <laughs> in there. I'm with MT. Give me, the, <laughs> give me that setup for sure. All right, Slee, I'm going to make you be a bad guy in the next segment. I'm going to make you wish something terrible okay. on right. somebody or something. That's coming up next. Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. I forgot why we did that, Trav. What was the creeper thing about? That was the uh, drink that we were talking about, where Funch was talking about creeper drinks, and I, I know what he meant, but just the the, yeah, the phraseology—that's that, not that a Funch good combination. Yeah, oh, we're yeah, talking about the seltzers. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't a good combination. Somebody grab me a creeper drink. <laughs> <laughs> a what? That's one of those. Oh, uh, what, what? What did you say? Yeah, no, 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 no. That's not what I meant. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, can I have one unopened, please? I, I don't. I don't want Sliwa to hand me an. You open know what? Drink. I'm gonna actually go to the grocery store. I'm just gonna go <laughs> grab a couple things. I'll, I'll be back. I'll meet you guys back here. Still no update from uh, my wife about where she went for free no, breakfast. No, and and yeah. it's what started out as a bit is yeah. really starting to bother me. Just give it up, bro. <laughs> that, that she's give dining somewhere for free without me is. Uh, I can, bothersome. I can only imagine now what the mood's going to be about opening doors. You, now you're going to go a solid 30 days, like, no, just not opening it. I mean, you, I texted you. you not- 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. 
Do you, you not remember that free stack of pancakes that you got and you didn't bring me back half? Do you not remember that? How many were on there? There are three on there? Okay. <laughs> Can I have a one and a half and share me? Uh, leave me well, one first and of half? all, I'm a, I'm a lot bigger than she is, so I guess you get two and she should get one. That's just that's just math. That's just how long have basic. you been? How long have you been vegan? <laughs> I well, no, that's not true. I've been vegan before. I was have vegan you? for yeah. I uh, Keyshawn brought in a vegan uh, key lime pie one morning and I ate the whole thing. So you're vegan that, for a meal? I was vegan that that for a I snack. Was vegan for like two hours, where Key brought in pie. <laughs> not the, even at like ten minutes. No, it, but I was vegan, and it was good. Key can, it, I know the, the steak food thing. That. Yeah, it's Key, steak before Key's, that. He's got it. All right, I'm going to grant you okay. kind of a superpower, Slee. You ready? Yep. yep. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you like some form of voodoo or witchcraft or however you want to describe it. Sure. And you can cast a spell okay. on any person or on any organization. And that spell, you can have it be whatever you want, but the ultimate goal of it is is that they will never win anything ever again, that bad luck will befall them for the rest of their existence. Does, I've does, handed you the magic wand. Mm-hmm. Who, do you, who do you tap on the shoulder? So to set this up, I'm assuming here, does this have anything to do with Dodgers and the Astros right now? Maybe. May, 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 maybe I was watching the game last night, and maybe I was trying to conjure up evil spirits and have terrible things happen to their organization. Maybe. You know what, what? what's kind of weird? I'm going to give you my team in a sec. I got one team that pops up right to my head. First of all, it can't be the Clippers because I would just be wasting They already it. have one. I'd be wasting it, right? <laughs> like, why Why would you do that? You're, you're already – things are already working over there. Why would that, I ruin anything? I was never very good at math, but isn't that two negatives make a positive? Like, if you hit the Clippers I want nothing with a to negative do spell, they would yeah. all of a sudden turn into the Celtics. I want nothing to do with that. <laughs> you know what randomly comes up to my mind? And I know things have changed – and I know it's not the NBA. There was always something about the Patriots that just bothered me. Oh, that's a me. good one. Something that's about the Patriots. And I've also been at, you know, back in the days at the beautiful uh, Qualcomm Stadium that they took down in San Diego. Um, back in the days, I remember the being The Chargers at, might have a, a negative spell over them, too. They've never really done a whole hell of a lot. Well, that's, that's again, why you don't use it on the uh, – actually, no, let me actually let you, me you rethink can't get here. The, the Chargers, it would make them good all over again. You can't do that. Yeah, but they've gone at least further than you know where the Clippers are. They've actually been True. to a Super Bowl. I, you know what? No, I'm taking this back. My spell is going on the Chargers. Oh, yeah? My spell is going on the Chargers. I was originally going to do the Patriots because the Patriots just always seemed to beat the Chargers back in the days in San Diego. Always like any big game, it was like, yeah, we're losing this because we have Tom Brady and, well, and Belichick, so we're not going to The Chargers weren't game. alone in losing to Tom Brady. That's, that's, not, that's I know, not a Charger exclusive. But they've had, they've had devastating moments against the, uh, against the Patriots. But because, uh, because the Chargers just decided to leave SD and come to a market that's like, why are you guys here? I'm, I'm, spelling, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm doing it against the Chargers. Yeah, I feel not better bad. now. Poor Justin Herbert. Yeah, I like I like Herbie. Herbie Herbie's a duck, and I like the duck. So, but uh, I I I'm not going to disrespect your evil thoughts. I have on my the reasons. Chargers. I have my reasons. I understand. Well, you're a San Diegan, and you're probably still a little sore about what happened, right? You you don't like how they left. Um, you called it. Mine is the Astros, but it's very specific what I want to have happen. Okay. I don't just want them to be bad. That that I mean that that probably will happen. That just organizationally, they're going to be like most teams. They're going to have good years and bad years, and kind of up and down. I want them to kind of be pretty good most of the time. Mm-hmm. I want them to get into the playoffs a lot, Ooh. and I want them to suffer devastating losses over and over again, whether it's late home runs, bullpen collapses. You know what would be great? What if an umpire 
jams him up a few times with just an egregious mistake that can't be overturned with replay. I would like for really bad teams to knock them out of the playoffs or to beat them on the final weekend of a season to keep them from getting a number one seed and they have to go. I just want these little tiny defeats to stack up over and over and over again, and not for super long, only for like several thousand years. I would would like that to happen to the Astros. Funches, I don't know about you, but I feel like – I'm learning a lot about Travis. This is show I know. number 30. I'm looking show at him 30. differently now, man. Yeah, because Trav... Like a couple Tra- weeks ago, before Trav we started doing have, a show. Trav could have easily just said, the Astros. I want the Astros not to have success. Trav doesn't go that far. Travis, I could see him What's get a, a pad of paper. I want him to suffer. I could see him get a pad of paper, right? He writes Astros, and then he starts kind of these branches of all the different things that he wants to happen, okay? Yes. And then the one page isn't enough. And then you go no. to the second page, it's not enough. Man, I, I'm don't not ever cross to get on Travis. The bad don't side ever cross of, him. Of Travis Rogers, I'm a very loyal, dependable friend, but I'm not. A, I, if I'm not, a, if I'm not on your but team, if, you I, if I'm not on your team, me. yeah, we're, we're we're. I'm not on your team. Let's just put it that way. If if you're on my team, I love you. If you're not, we'll see what happens. That's just how it's going to go. The dump coming up next. Travis and Slee, seven ten ESPN. All right, Sleep, getting right to it. Uh, this one feels like it was specifically curated for you and for me. Okay. Uh, this, according to a survey that is published in People Magazine, over 53% of Americans... I was in the survey. <laughs> over 53% of Americans say that they would not date someone over how they like their steak cooked. And not just that, 59% of the people surveyed say that they're going to judge anyone depending on how they order their steak. So, are you in the 53%? Okay. Um, no, I'm not going to be in that 53%. How, how they get it cooked, they get it cooked. But I got a feeling this, you know, there's certain topics that I feel like hit you a certain way. Uh-huh. There's certain things, sometimes you'll set it up and you'll say, well, there's only one right answer. Okay? Well, that's you'll, true. You'll do things like that, okay? That's very true. And then yeah, everything continue. falls on me, and you wait pins and needles to see what my response is. So right. go ahead. What's you your question? Right I want to know what your question is, and then I'll 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 give you what. Uh, assuming it's how I. No, I'm it. just saying. Let, let let's just say that mm-hmm. you know. Let, let's go to the 59 percent of people that judge everybody based on their steak order. What's your order, Slee? Because there Here is a go. right answer. Here we go. Medium plus. That's the wrong answer, but I was expecting worse. Medium plus. Okay. Are we getting anything? Are, are, we, are we putting steak sauce on that? Are we, are we putting? God forbid, ketchup on that. What are we doing? No, 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 no. We're not doing that. We're, for, first of all, if you're going to go get a good steak, you got to uh-huh. get a good cut of steak. You don't have to go right. every time. It's not. It's not something right. that you got to do. You know, every you other day or something one. like that. That's fine. But, what's that? You can get a cheap one once in a while. That's 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 cool. But what what I'm saying is, typically in my experience, if I'm going to go get a steak, ribeye is my favorite cut. Okay. Oh, it's a big one. Rib, You're going to overcook a ribeye for what is what is what is what, is, what are rib you eye, doing? Ribeye is my favorite cut, okay? And Ugh. I usually am the one, and this is me and my girlfriend, and they are big. You're right, Funches. So we'll just kind of, you know, no, ribeye is no, like great a thirty cut. ounce or something. She's not going to go get like if, if if I say ribeye and she's like, well, I'll take a. I'll take the meat. old ninety sixer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the best is when you order it because some places, you know, let's, first you always ask, okay, what do you guys recommend, right? And their recommendation is basically raw. 
Like just, you know what? Just, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, if you're starting with what do you recommend, there's not a steak place in the world saying, you know what you should do with this piece of meat is overcook the crap out of it. Turn this beautiful piece is of meat plus over, and turn is, it okay, turn wait. it into a hockey puck. Wait, Ma- make it, this tender, juicy, flavorful piece of meat. Is that overcooked yes. to you? Yes. What, what do you it get? Is. You get it medium? I, 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 medium is fine. It just, uh, just like 10 seconds short of medium is perfect. Just 10. I don't need rare. Rare's kind of little chewy. So you're me. between rare and medium. Yes. By the way, this is plus. a cultural thing. I'm going to tell you right now, this is a cultural thing. No, that's thing. very true. Okay. Funches, how do you like your steak? Well, I used to like it well done, you know, before no. I used My to bad. know how to eat steaks, but now I like a medium. Taylor? Okay, so you get a medium right now. Taylor, when we, the, the steak hits, the, 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 the waiter has this little pad, and he says, yes, yeah, sir, how would you like that prepared? The answer is? for me, actually, so give me medium rare. There you go. See? Okay, so got- take, take a listen, Trav. Let me, let me throw in the cultural part, okay? <laughs> Growing up, and this still goes on in, I don't know if this is every Middle Eastern household, but this is definitely in my, in my household. Okay. Um, let's, let's get it. Is that well done? Throw it, on, throw it back on there. <laughs> throw it back on there. That's not enough. That's not enough. And I think there's this, the mindset is you're, you, you want the meat as cooked as possible so that it's, um, you know, like Gross. you're killing all the, you're killing all the bacteria, disease, all that stuff. That's I, literally, that's literally the concept. So when I say it's a cultural thing, there are, I think a lot of people that still think that way. And then there's more with understand what the hell's going on with a piece of meat and they get it a lot less cooked. All right. Next do, one. Do you guys put anything on your steak just quickly? Is I do not. In A1 or anything? It, I do not. It honestly depends. It's a very good question. The better the steak, the less stuff goes on it. Yeah, yeah, me too. Right? If, me if too. you get something that's a little less expensive not, and you want to. You're not doing a Michael Thompson by putting ketchup on it, right? No, 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 no. We're not doing that. And I know Michael's not going and buying $2 steaks either. <laughs> and he's also mean? bringing his own ketchup to the place, too. <laughs> and his own wine. And his own wine. All right, how about this? Let, let's take a minute to not congratulate Major League umpire Joe West who tonight will umpire his 5,376th Major League Baseball game. That is a Major League record, and I would like to very heartily say, I don't care to you, Joe West. I am not impressed because you have made Travis a career. Angry this morning. Sounds like he did something to Travis. Guys, out of picking fights where fights don't need to happen, out of kicking guys where, put it to you this way, is there anything worse than an umpire that has a nickname? I shouldn't know your no, name. No, you should not. No, much less not. know that you have a nickname. And Cowboy Joe West has made it his goal in life to make sure that everybody that attends a Major League Baseball game, everybody that's watching a Major League Baseball game, knows that Joe West is out there. So no congratulations to you, Joe, on nearly 5,400. And Major I just League looked Baseball him up. He has a huge Wikipedia page. Mm. Right. A huge there, Wikipedia there's page. There's another problem as well. <laughs> if an umpire has a huge Wikipedia, let me let me guess what's not in let there. Let me Funch. tell you, this man made it. All right, because you're talking about him. Funch is talking about him. Everybody's talking about him. Funch. Let, let me guess that the first sentence is Joe West is a good is a good umpire. That's probably not what it is, right? No. Trav. <laughs> no. Trav, Trav, I'm telling no. You. Trav. I'm telling you. Growing up, is that well done? Throw it back on. <laughs> Throw it back here's, on there. Here's another one. Kristaps Porzingis fined fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars by the NBA for a health and safety protocol violation. He was seen uh, attending a Los Angeles area strip joint okay. while the Mavericks were here in town to take on the Clippers. The NBA mm-hmm. dinged him for fifty large. Do they know which one? How does social distancing work in that? <laughs> How does social distancing work? He says, or he didn't say, he is. He is fully vaccinated, so they felt that he was not at a risk of spreading COVID. In a lap um, dance six feet away? I mean, what, what, I don't, how does that work? 
So not not at a risk for COVID. <laughs> But what about balls up the, ball, the dollar bill is in a ball and just throws it at the, the girls, huh? COVID's not the only thing in there. I mean, we got to be careful about spreading other things, right? Just the little 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 caution, Chris Tops. I'm out. Sure I'm out on this one. I'm out on this one. <laughs> I knew you would be. You. I wish you all could see him. He literally leaned back, I like leaned he back. like like I have nothing to do with this. Yeah. It's okay, so he didn't break any laws. I'm just saying that he needs to be careful. In you know his birthday is go. today. You know his birthday is today. Who? Lauren Hill. Ah, Lauren Hill's yeah. birthday. 46 years old, Lauren Hill. You a fan? Uh, oh, big fan. Funches, did you, did, have you seen her live? She actually started performing a lot. No, I have not, but weeks. I heard she did an ESPYs uh, not so long ago, and there. it wasn't the greatest what performance she's ever done. I'll see it that. was good enough. It was, uh, it was good enough. <laughs> you she, know, I have a feeling you're not a super harsh critic. I have a feeling you're, you're pretty much all in. it's Lauren Hill. Sleep. Like it's Lauren Hill. It's okay if it wasn't. It was ESPYs. You got like idiots like me that were there, and, and Lauren Hill's. 30 feet away. Lenny Kravitz, <laughs> right. by the way, his birthday. Who else we got? I like Lenny. Len- Len- Lenny's trying pretty hard with the gear. Like, mm-hmm. he, like Lenny just – have you ever seen him in a T-shirt and jeans or something just kind of chilling out? I don't think that's happening. One more yeah, quick one here. 19 years ago, okay. Robert Ory knocked down that shot against Sacramento. Wow. That, that was 19 that was years 19 ago? 19 years ago. Wow. You want to feel old? That was 19 years ago. You said it earlier, Slee. Tell them again where they can go get the podcast if they missed any of this stuff. Search Travis and Sliwa, uh, ESPN app or on iTunes. All right, that's where you can find that. We're going to be back tomorrow. We're going to get into all the stuff we do again. I'm going to teach Slee how to order a steak. Travis well done, and Slee, that's the wrong answer. 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.